This is Anne-Marie Leak, Vice President of Communications for ePay Resources. Welcome to The Payment Space. We are delighted to be joined today by Peter Davey, advisor to the ePay Resources Board of Directors, chair of our ePay Connect Conference Planning Committee, and Payments Jedi. Welcome, Peter, and thank you for being here. Thanks so much. Glad to be here. You are well known for your role developing RTP with the Clearinghouse, and now you're at Alloy Labs. Tell us about your new role there. Yeah, thanks. Um, So it's been a long journey trying to develop these real-time payment rails, and I saw an opportunity to really work with the financial institutions that needed help the most in connecting to new payments technologies and uh, teamed up with uh, Jason Hendricks and the Alloy Labs group to be able to work with a bunch of community banks and credit unions uh, to help them propel their technologies forward. So it's super exciting to be able to interface with Uh, these financial institutions who are forward-leaning, who really want to do stuff in the payments marketplace, but uh, don't always have the knowledge or know-how to be able to connect to some of these new technologies. So that role, uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. It's it's been a whirlwind already, but uh, I feel like we're making a a big impact on the, the financial institution marketplace. That's exciting and must be very rewarding for you to see that kind of progress. Absolutely. This is the 28th year of our ePay Connect conference, which is happening March 11th through 13th at Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel at Universal Studios in Orlando. You've been chairing this conference committee for quite a few years. How have payments and the conference evolved during that time? It's funny. um, We've come a long way. And, uh, you know, from the time that I first started getting involved with uh, the East Pay Information Interchange Conference, um, we were still not talking about same-day ACH at that point. Uh, and now we're into RTP and FedNow and the instant and real-time payment space. Uh, and you think about everything that's happened in between, you know, the rise of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, um, some bank failures uh, along the way, and uh, you know, sort of the role of third-party processors and trying to get a little bit more granular on that. A lot has changed. And... The funny thing is, as you think about all of that tremendous amount of change, financial institutions have had to also migrate. You know, we through this entire time that I've been working with the group and uh, helping to drive conferences, we've been talking about digital transformation for over a decade. And most financial institutions are just starting to embrace a lot of the digitization. Uh, it's not because they didn't want to in, in many cases. It's because I don't think they necessarily saw the need uh, in, in that particular space. So, uh, being able to now you know, drive uh, the new capabilities forward like RTP and FedNow, uh, same day ACH adoption is starting to really see light of day. Uh, you know, it's, it's really super exciting to see how far we've come, but uh, also a little bit sobering to figure out that there's still a long way for us to go just to make sure that everybody has access uh, to these new tools that we've developed over the last decade and a half. Exactly. So the theme of the 2024 conference is banking on universal payments. What does that theme mean to you and what should it mean to our attendees? Well, it's funny. It's a little bit of a play on words. Uh, We're doing this at the Lowe's Portofino Bay, which is uh, with Universal Studios. But I've been saying for probably well over a decade uh, that uh, a payment is a payment is a payment. And truthfully, with the development of the RTP and FedNow rails, 
I believe that those are now capabilities that are best integrated and embedded into customer experiences, both on the business side as well as on the consumer side. And when I think about that, it really comes down to a universality of payments. Um, I hate the term ubiquity. And the reason I hate the term ubiquity is because it means that everybody has access to it. And while we have some rails that have great adoption, like the ACH network, it doesn't mean that it's ubiquitous in terms of every user has access to those tools to be able to do the transactions they want. So when I talk about payments universality, I really am looking at the concept of how do we give every user access to tools? And when we think about the RTP and FedNow networks, how do we actually leverage those 21st century capabilities to embed payments into those user experiences and make it more accessible for everyone? The next step in the process. Yep, absolutely. And it's a hard step because financial institutions really aren't geared toward allowing that type of openness to happen. It means that they're going to have to embrace APIs, embrace cloud technology, uh, and open up the access and the aperture to other third parties that they normally wouldn't necessarily open up to because they want to be able to protect their customers in the right way. So it's developing new fraud tools, new ways of uh, identifying counterparties. And yeah, that's a great thing. You know, all those things I just listed are things we're going to be talking about at the conference. And I'm super excited to have some great speakers uh, along for the ride on that. Well, we're very excited that you will be speaking at the conference on payments universality. Do you want to give us a sneak preview? Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of research about payments overseas and how some of these other countries have seen much greater adoption of electronification, reduction in checks, reduction, even, even getting rid of checks completely, uh, reductions in cash usage. And I think we've learned a lot about those trends and what works and what doesn't. So as we think about making payments universally accessible to all customers, uh, businesses and consumers alike, I want to be able to talk a little bit about what we've seen successful in those countries and what we in the U.S. need to focus on in order to actually create that universal acceptance of payments uh, and use for universal usage of payments uh, for all customers. Uh, so that, that'll be a fun session. Uh, we're uh, we're going to make sure that uh, you know, everybody walks away with some uh, aha moments and uh, make sure that uh, they've got some uh, got, it's got some next steps, including some of our operators of uh, payment systems in the U.S. Wonderful. Well, one thing we've learned over the years is a Peter Davy session is always a fun session. You're going to learn and you're going to laugh some too. Absolutely. We also have a very powerful closing general session keynote speaker this year, Chad Foster. Can you tell us a little bit about him and his message and how it relates to payments. Yeah, so Chad's an interesting guy. You know, can you imagine uh, being somebody who loses your sight uh, after 21 years of having sight and then having to readjust to your life? Uh, and I think what Chad gives us and the sort of the message that we felt would resonate with our financial institutions is financial institutions have been doing things a certain way for a very long time. And one could say 40 years uh, of work that they've been doing. And with some of these new technologies, they're having to retool. And I think what Chad is going to help us to understand is that it is possible to retool uh, in your personal life, in your work life. And I think that message is going to be a very strong message to our audience in the fact that they can't give up hope 
uh, just because things are changing, uh, but rather they need to embrace the change and figure out what they can do best with it so that they can sort of reinvent themselves. Uh, and I think Chad will come in uh, very strong in terms of helping us to understand some of the keys to doing that. Very powerful and a wonderful way to wrap up the the messages of, of the entire conference. We're very fortunate that the conference planning committee was able to secure him. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think it'll be a really good, uh, meaningful uh, finish to the uh, program. So veering in a slightly different direction now, I know you have recently gone through an extensive kitchen renovation. What parallels or lessons learned did you experience that you can apply to payments innovation? Wow, I think this goes with anybody who's remodeling a house. Um, you have to have patience. Uh, you know, things are always going to take a little bit longer than uh, you'd expect. You have to be prepared for the unexpected. Uh, one of the interesting things, even if you know the house really well, when you start opening up walls and tearing things down, uh, you might have pipes exposed that you then have to move or electrical lines that you have to move. Uh, and just understand that it's going to take a little bit more work than you originally thought it was going to. Uh, and you know, I think the best thing about that is keep focusing on what the end game is. And that will help you to make sure that you have that patience, you have the understanding, but you also have the vision of where you're going to. The product at the end will be beautiful. And I think that's the same way that you have to look at the development of new capabilities for your customer. Always focus on why you're doing it and make sure that you have that patience and you are expecting the unexpected so that you can actually make it through the entire process and deliver and see the final result. A very appropriate analogy, and those are words I needed to hear. We have some work going on in our basement right now that may possibly drag out for another couple of months, and I, I needed to hear those words. So this year marks ePay Resources' 50th anniversary. Before we wrap up, tell our listeners about the free pre-conference workshops that all attendees are getting this year as part of that celebration, and we also have a special 50th anniversary registration discount. Yeah, so, you know, it's great to be able to celebrate the longevity of uh, these payment associations uh, and, you know, what we're doing for the industry. That's one of the reasons why I've been so passionate about being involved with ePay Resources and its predecessors. I think it's important to educate people. I think it's important to bring new topics to their attention. And ePay has done a great job in terms of delivering that for their customers, for the, or their members for the past 50 years. Uh, so, you know, we've uh, this year included uh, pre-conference workshops, which have been always something that you paid for extra and, and came for a little bit early as part of the registration. I think that's a tremendous value for folks. Uh, we've definitely seen more people show interest in attending those, uh, especially because they're included in the price. And I think that's the right way to do it. Um, we're providing you know, unparalleled education services for our members. And I think that's uh, reflected in the fact that we continue to grow the numbers of people who attend this conference year over year. So we definitely hope to see you all there because it's going to be a great one and uh, really looking forward to it. And I think, Amber, you've got the details of our uh, 50th anniversary registration discount. Yes. Our listeners can use code ANNIVERSARY50, that's ANNIVERSARY50, no spaces, to get a $50 discount when they register for ePay Connect 2024 at epayconnect.org. Peter, thank you so much, one, for leading our conference planning committee, but for joining us today and sharing your insight into this event 
and the powerful messages that it has for our member institutions. We look forward to seeing you and our listeners at ePay Connect 2024. Learn more and register at ePayConnect.org. Thank you, Emory. It's very much my pleasure.